Hi, everyone. I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, November 30th, 2020. President-elect Joe Biden is picking a historic and diverse team to try to take on what will be a historic set of challenges. We'll discuss that. Plus, President Donald Trump continues to fly in the face of facts as he still pushes the false narrative that the election was fraudulent. And finally, President-elect Biden suffers an injury while playing with his dog. We'll talk about transparency and presidential pets. President-elect Biden formally announced some barrier-breaking staff picks today, including making history with the team faced with leading the nation out of an economic crisis caused by a worsening pandemic. Today, President-elect Biden formally nominated former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary, the first woman to be nominated for that role. Yellen is seen as a pick that both Democrats and Republicans would approve of and today received a vote of confidence from a top Republican on the House Financial Services Committee. Two other key announcements on his economic team. First, Biden announced he had tapped the head of the Center for American Progress near Tandon to lead the Office of Management and Budget. She would be the first woman of color and first South Asian American to become director of the Office of Management and Budget if confirmed by the Senate. But Tandon is already getting strong pushback from progressive Democrats as well as Republicans who take issue with comments she's made previously about members of the GOP. So... Her confirmation may prove to be a fight. Biden has also tapped Cecilia Rouse to lead the Council of Economic Advisors. She would be the first woman of color in that role as well, if she's confirmed. Now, the president-elect also recently announced that he will have an all-female senior communications team led by faces already familiar to his campaign. Kate Bedingfield, who served as his deputy campaign manager, will be his White House communications director. And former Obama White House communications director Jen Psaki will be named as the White House press secretary. Karine Jean-Pierre, who was a senior advisor to the campaign and then Kamala Harris's chief of staff, will serve as principal deputy press secretary. Simone Sanders, who also served as a senior Biden campaign advisor, will be serving as senior advisor and chief spokesperson for Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. President-elect Biden during the campaign pledged to make his administration look more like America. And so far, that seems to be what he's doing. It's interesting to see that after he filled the first key positions like chief of staff and secretary of state with his closest confidants, who also happen to be white men, he has made much more diverse picks for those other roles. And we'll just have to see if that continues with those big appointments that are left. Now, here's what else matters today. This past Sunday, President Trump did his first official interview since he lost the election. And he did it with Fox Business's Maria Bartiromo, Essentially, the entire time, he just continued to make baseless claims about the security of the elections with little to no pushback from the host. President, you've said many times that this election was rigged, that there was much fraud, and the facts are on your side. Please go through the facts. Characterize what took place. This election was over, and then they did dumps. They call them dumps, big, massive dumps in Michigan and Pennsylvania and uh, uh, all over. And they did these massive dumps of votes. And all of a sudden, I went from winning by a lot to losing by a little. President Trump clearly intends to continue his false claims that the election was rife with fraud and insecurity, while many enablers are giving him a platform to continue these tirades, much like Bartiromo did in this softball interview. 
Now, Chris Krebs, whom Trump fired by tweet from his post at the Department of Homeland Security overseeing election security, he's continued to push back on the president's lies and did so during an interview on 60 Minutes that aired this Sunday. There is no foreign power that is flipping votes. There's no domestic actor flipping votes. I did it right. We did it right. This was a secure election. Now, with 51 days until President-elect Biden's inauguration, it's fair to assume that President Trump will continue to rail against the election that he lost. And as he continues to fundraise off these conspiracies, he's likely to continue to keep a section of his base engaged far into Biden's presidency, even as his actions to try to contest the election, like the $3 million recount in Wisconsin that ended up giving Biden additional votes, fail spectacularly. And finally today, Joe Biden's injury and what that tells us. President-elect Biden will likely have to wear a medical boot for a hairline fracture he got while playing with his dog, Major. Now, first, this is a good reminder that pets will be returning to the White House after their first absence in over 100 years. But this also ushers in a Biden campaign promise that sets Biden and Trump apart. That promise of transparency. Take a listen to what CNN's Jake Tapper asked Biden back in September. Will you pledge that if you're elected, you will be transparent about your health, all facets of your health, with urgency so that we know? Yes, when it occurs, when anything occurs, anything can happen. And Biden seems to be sticking to the pledge. Of course, this is a departure from the Trump administration's withholding the release of medical information pertaining to the president, only proactively releasing information that made him look good. But the injury also serves as a reminder that once inaugurated, President-elect Biden will be the oldest president in America's history. During the campaign, Biden's team released a summary of his medical history saying that the former vice president was healthy and fit for the presidency. But this will surely raise questions about the president-elect's age. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And please take a moment to be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 